Support for Short Stops is presented by the Kalem Trading Institute. Check out our website at www.kalaminstitute.com. On today's episode, sometimes yeah. you you don't know if it's there yet. You're just trying to get that yes. feel of parang keep on jabbing, throwing in small yeah. bets just to see if the market's ready or ripe for it to yeah. turn around. Because yeah. sometimes, well, let's be honest, sometimes you feel like you don't know anything in the stock market, right? <laughs> <You're> like, <"Dima, laughs> nothing's <laughs> working. Nothing's working. <laughs> nonsense na. MPI is a 4.3, right? <laughs> Over 50 technical stock indicators. A little less than 300 companies listed in the Philippine Stock Exchange. Multiple ways to risk your money trading, while hundreds of emotions are passing through you as you watch prices move in the market. But we're not focusing on all of them. We're just here to talk about the ones that matter. You asked for it, so we're going to give it to you. This is Short Stops Season 2. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome, everyone, to Season number 2. We're finally back after six months of taking a break. And... It's not just us taking a break, but even the market has been taking a break for the last 11 months. And today's topic is all about pagod ka na ba? And with us today is Mr. <laughs> Chad Pacheco and Mr. Leonard Chua. Glad to be back. Okay, this has been one of the longest lull periods in actually in the Philippine markets for maybe in the last 10 years, if I can remember. And since all three of us have been here for quite some time, maybe first question of all is... Is this time any different from any of the previous ones? Pagod ka na Pagod na, pagod na. I don't think I've ever experienced uh, this kind of neglect in my whole career. Yung talagang walang volume. Parang kahit ako, my bread and butter has always been in the Philippines. But now I'm really forced to go outside and look into the other markets. Yeah, yeah. It's first. it feels really different it's for me also because I mean we also trade the Hong Kong before and mm, there yes. were bad markets but there's volatility so this time it's the first time where volume is light parang no one cares about the market already. and then the worst part is like all the interaction is just happening at the close yeah yes Diba? So yes. it's mostly passive funds lang coming at the end of the day yeah. where kung may order sa dulo lang sila enter ng orders diba? So, iba siya nung compared to 2013, 2015, na kahit na, it, kahit na volatile periods, like, there were opportunities mm. to make money. Because there were, uh, there was volume, right? So, we can, you can participate. Now, even though malaki yung volatility, you can't participate because there's no volume. There's no way to participate. So, parang, parang for me, like, the animal spirits is gone. Parang, wala nang greed, wala nang yeah, fear, true, parang... And the funny part is, like, uh, I think this was also mentioned in the previous season, in the podcast, in the previous season, right? Um, one of the biggest fears that we had was going into the next two, three years where globally everywhere is slowing down, mm-hmm. right? But interest rates were very cheap. One of the biggest worries going forward in the next two, three years is that markets just die down on you and just move sideways. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's coming into fruition, right? I mean, like, Okay lang kung buba, at least may chance, diba? Yes. Okay lang din, umakyat. At least we know what, what to do or where to participate in, right? And I feel like these are one of the most difficult times um, as a trader. And I'm sure, actually, I'll be honest, it's not just ata traders. Eh. I think even investors, yeah. pagod na rin na ata, eh, diba? I mean, since, 
7,400 in May 2013 till today. It's been six years. Wala pa rin nangyayari, yeah. diba? What a bad way to uh, start season number two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, uh, anyway. Right. Uh, reality, and this is the reality. Anyway, right? But I always say that there's the bad, there's always the good, right? In every single situation. Mm-hmm. And as seasoned traders, like from your perspective, right? What keeps you hanging on into difficult markets such as this? I mean, what, 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 where's your confidence now stemming from, right? Sometimes... We can't help it. Napapagod din tayo, right? Yeah. But sometimes, you, you just know that it's just a matter of time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you look at the index, big picture, it has only gone sideways for the past five years or so, right? But if you look at the underlying, the non-SM, non-Ayala, lahat sila durog na eh. And that's actually an opportunity for me. Like, like, like Edmond has said, it's only a matter of time before, I mean, at some point, about too cheap to ignore na sila eh. So that's what's keep me hanging on. Keep uh parang nandun pa rin yung belief ko na at some point kaya pa rin natin kumita, diba? Um ayun lang nga, sometimes um, you get impatient, you try out uh, for example, kanina JFC for or like uh DMC, diba? Impatient ka na eh, so nangangati ka na. So even though you didn't get hit during the the huge uh sell off because you get impatient because wala na akong magawa eh. Papatulog ka na. And uh, sometimes, yun yung, yun yung nakapasok. Sometimes, that's the time you, you get hit. Those, those um, attempts to, to uh, try and, and get in the market. And we'll get back to that impatience factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think even though you know it's long, yeah. right? We still miss, uh, like, underestimate like patience in general, mm. feeling mo, it's like six months. It's nothing's been happening, right? Sometimes it can last a year, but sometimes that that that, that prolonged activity, right? It can damage psychology. It can yeah. damage your trading performance. It can damage your mental preparation in in, in general. Yeah. I guess I think partly it's uh, human nature. As maybe you're, you're as you have more experience, Chad. So. When the times get tough, I'm gonna think nani. So, mm. for others, when the times are difficult, for you, you're using it as an opportunity. So, mm. I, I guess we keep watching the market. We're luckier then that we're part of a, a trading firm, because mm. there are more opportunities for us outside. Uh, we can trade the U.S. In the U.S. It's a bull market, eh. mm. And so I find it. Uh, Unfortunate for the other retail traders in the Philippines who are solely trading the Philippine market because they have no other choice. Diba? So, um, and that, that's also one of the aspects that's like, kung full time trader ka, tas sa Pilipinas ka lang, wow. right? You don't see what's happening outside. Yep. You don't see all the other asset classes. I mean, like, even though there's a difficult market in the Philippines, some way, somehow, there's still a bull market happening yes. in some other asset class yes. whether in the equi- not in the equities whether it's in the bonds or in, yeah. in commodities like gold or so on and so forth yeah. but although I might add I don't, for me because I think if you look at historically it's not like the markets never move into neglect phases eh? maybe mm. we just got so used to the 2009 yes. to 2015 like continuously bull market that everyone thinks na it's forever like that. Uh, because we had a systemic risk. Diba? Yeah, yeah. Right? You're talking about coming from a recession or coming from like yeah, a huge problem, yeah. diba? 
right? And the problem mm-hmm. is like today is that alam mo naman nagso slow down, problema lang. Everybody just keeps on kicking the can down the road, right? Keeps on prolonging all these things that are happening everywhere, right? So, so maybe this is really part of the trader journey eh, that you have to experience <laughs> these kinds of markets, because inevitably it will come. So I think, yeah, it's it's a blessing in disguise. <laughs> you like to think it's a blessing in disguise. <laughs> okay, so back to the topic. Um, Despite what's happening on a sentiment, um, what do you think is your edge? For me as a trader, there's two main sources of edge. One is reading the behavior of the markets. So that's why we're using technical analysis, sentiments. Uh, being able to read the behavior of the buyers and sellers better than the rest. I guess that's one. And for me, my second edge would be being able to pick companies that could really uh, do significantly better because of their fundamentals. Mm. Uh, sorry, but like going to your first point about reading behavior about people, is it the same like um, application that you do even outside? Yes, so whether you're in the US, in Japan, in Hong Kong, that kind of uh, uh, behavior it doesn't change because eh, human nature is always the same so the footprints of greed and fear they always manifest themselves in the markets because you always assume that like outside it's always much more efficient than going to an emerging market such as the Philippines right ah, th- that is true so in so when we go outside we tend to go to more industries with higher uncertainty higher unpredictability uh, we still go to companies that are less covered, are very young. So in those areas, the efficiency can be reduced. Versus in the Philippines, uh, you, you we still trade our Ayala land BDO. Na in the outside, we don't, we won't be trading those companies. Chad, what's okay. your edge? Um, it's a tough question. I think mine is really my pattern recognition skills. Um, it's just tough to articulate, but when you're a trader, especially in city securities or CTS Global, you read a lot, you deal with a lot of people, you talk to Leonard, talk to Edmond, talk to you. So you build a huge knowledge base. Um, and for me, that's very important. I just go through my routine. I chart every day, so I I go I talk to people. Uh, then, then I get idea out of nowhere. Then it's all a matter of execution, na lang. Uh, That but that's the thing, right? Um, you talked about how your pattern recognition skills, right? Yeah. So that means there's so many inputs coming in, so many yes. variables that are plugging in into your like mind or your frame, yeah. right? Yeah. But sometimes it's like as somebody who has little experience you don't know how to use any of these variables into your favor right but probably like in your case you've seen so many so you pretty much like have a it's easier for you to make a hypothesis on what do you think is happening what do you think can happen and what are you planning to do that's why for you parang execution mo pipindot ka na lang yeah yeah. Yeah, it's It's, automatic mm. but I guess in the beginning um, for me it's about knowing who's on the other side of the trade or trying to uh, understand, like for example, in the Philippines, who are moving the markets? You know, they're the the, the big funds, right? So, um, 
how how will you react as a trader uh, given that information so for example kanina uh, today november 26 MSCI rebalancing diba so you know that those large funds passive funds don't have a choice where they just have to they have to sell they have no choice and so uh, your edge as a retail trader as a small uh, fund or small trader uh, is you can react to that meaning for example they have to sell it at uh, irrational prices then you can pick it up and then benta mo after a few days so I guess ganun sa simula eh. like you just have to imagine who you're playing against with also in the US ganun din right so who are you playing against uh, who is on the other side of the trade so ako inisip ko wala na they're all like AI or well equipped uh, companies well equipped uh, traders right so me myself by myself I'm sure I wouldn't survive so I have to rely on my team or I have to rely on Leonard I have to rely on a lot of people in order to to make it so I mean you know the funny part about this entire um, conversation is that Rarely have you guys talked about system. So I assume yeah. like most people already have a system in place. About. <laughs> now it's these other things that probably might contribute more to that system. But there are other things that are contributing others to that system. So if you have a system and a system alone, do you think that's enough? Or do you need to understand all these other things that are happening? By itself, it's not enough. By itself. Um, so we're just purely trading technical analysis without understanding what you're buying. I think it's like, a, but at least on the positive end, at least parang, if you have a system, maskin a basic system, at least, you can papatalo ata ng malaki. I mean, if you just follow the system, right? Yes. You'll survive. I think you'll survive. I think you'll survive. <laughs> you'll survive. I think you'll survive, <laughs> survive the man. But whether you can outperform, that's, that's a different big, story. That's uh-huh. a big question. Uh-huh. I don't think a system is enough also. Uh, depends on how, how comprehensive the system is. If the system is just a simple breakout of resistance and then you buy. Based on my experience, it's lacking in terms of being able to... Especially when um, we're trading outside the Philippines when you have 100 stocks breaking out. Like, mm. How do you... How do you pick and choose which one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you have a system in place, and like for example, like you guys mentioned, what your edges are. Let's say yours is um, picking stocks, understanding behavior. Yours is pattern recognition, mm-hmm. right? Um, how do you hone your skills? And let's say like at your level today, where do you actually prioritize um, improving your skills on? Uh, for for me, I think part of my edge also is being able to willing. To spend time assessing uh, the perspectives of different types of investors, traders all around. So there's tendency for normally for a trader, you just read what other traders say, which is sometimes it gets repetitive and there's lack of growth. So that's why I would spend time reading even someone like The Modern or other podcasts of fund managers that give you a different perspective on how to look at the market and grow from that. So I guess that that's one of my... Uh, Can I just ask a question on that? So you talked about lack of growth. 
curious. What do you mean by what do you mean a lack of growth? Ah, uh, because because some some traders go through that. Like they're, mm. they're stuck in limbo or they yeah. don't know what to do next. Parang feeling mo, parang nagawa ko na lahat eh. mm. Pero in question, nagawa ba talaga nila yeah. lahat, eh, diba? So so I guess that goes back to anong book to? Ah, the the word about deliberate practice nga is there's this let's say you're a basketball player every week you go and play basketball you think you're growing but you're just at that same level after a few years because you're not pushing yep. outside your comfort zone or trying new things so I guess that there's a danger that just because you're trading every day doing the same things you're, you're really growing yeah. for me that's, that's just to add to what Leonard said um, I think I have an open mind like although I am I stick to my I know my system I'm very I know my convictions but if there's something else better if I see the results if I see the the proof that something else is working uh, better I will not hesitate to apply that to my system and I think that's how you grow then I mean you never see yourself as a finished product you keep working at it. You keep working. You keep. Um, you you should be open to feedback when you talk to people. You you don't shut them off, right? I mean, be open to their suggestions, to their criticisms, and that's that's how you grow, right? I think that's an advantage here in uh, in the company. No, each trader, because has their own way of looking at the markets, even if we have the same framework. Yes. And for example, for me, even behaviorally, I don't think I'm not that I'm that strong. So, I would talk to most traders who have a better sense of actually timing the mm. actual execution. So, so those are ways you can also improve by knowing who's good in what and then approaching them. Yeah. I mean, because as individuals, there's so many blindside barriers to, especially when it comes to trading. Mm. Right? I mean, you can get emotional one day. One mistake, tama ana. Um, stubbornness. Yep. Um, sometimes you're going through rough patches. Like today, you don't know what's happening. You're lost, and then you're trying to find ways to mm. get out of this rust. And then you do more. And then you just keep on yep. going deeper and deeper and deeper, diba? So, how do you provide a self-conscious awareness when when you see your numbers? It's like that's the truth. Eh? Um, so data analytics. Data analytics, definitely, right? I mean, numbers don't lie. So if you think that, if you see that your numbers are deteriorating, then, I mean, that should be enough. Um, and then you just adjust your trading. Uh, well, that's how I do it. And it, I think it also depends on the objective. Like, when you're, uh, the market uh, is, is tough, right? And then you do... You, you keep on trading just to recoup your losses right? that's the wrong objective my object my objective is probing the market like I trade not to recoup my losses right away but to feel whether it's time to put in more size yeah. I, I, I totally understand what you're what you're talking about sometimes yeah. you, you don't know if it's there yet you're just trying to get that feel yes. of parang Keep on jabbing, throwing in small yeah. bets just to see if the market's ready or ripe for it to yeah. turn around. Because yeah. sometimes, well, let's be honest, sometimes you feel like you don't know anything in the stock market. Right? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Nothing's working. <laughs> Nothing's working. <laughs> nonsense na. MPI is a 4.3. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Leonard, anything to add? 
in terms of self, being self-conscious and aware? I, I'm, I'm trying to think. Because huh? I, 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 I like to believe I'm a very self-aware person. So I'm trying to think. <laughs> how... I'll ask your team that if they agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the challenge of being self-aware is... I mean, the data is there, but the humility to look at the data, it's very hard to teach. Eh? I think that mm. that's the... I mean, you can always say the data is there, but it's hard to face it. Eh? <laughs> So maturity. It's yeah, it's maturity. What do you mean by it's hard to face it? The markets can give you satisfaction in different ways. By <laughs> not just I don't know how to say uh, it. I don't know if it's right, but uh satisfaction. <laughs> for some people it's it's funny. It's there's other reasons to be there, not just to be objective. It, in making money and maybe some for other people it's like being right is more important also that's the also yeah. true so yeah. that's why people go to Twitter or Twitter's place of Philippines where they go to they really get angry at each other trying to prove themselves right or wrong and mm. forget about ass- assessing what the other side is discussing and trying to get their perspective I think in Bosnia, sabi niya about the love tank, eh, or maybe having enough positive experiences in your life, such that when times are tough, you're still able to accept it, while not feeling worthless. Parang parang ganun eh. So that is a step that's very hard to achieve for 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 that's my opinion. It's, 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 but I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. But maybe just to relate this to trading from what you just said. Uh, what if you're new and you haven't experienced like what a winner feels like? Mm. So how do you bank on some of these positive experiences that you're talking about? Because it's it's like you're asking me, you're asking like a new trader. Hopefully one day you'll see yours. But if you haven't seen it, it's 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 very. Ah, I I think that's that's the advantage here. The it's easier if you have a mentor mm. guiding you from the start. I think quickens that learning curve versus you're discovering on your own how it works so let me turn around the question and I asked you guys a while ago that is a system enough and you said no what about trading psychology is enough is it enough as it is right because I mean today it's very easy for an individual to blame um, trader psychology why they didn't make it or didn't do it so people focus too much on trying to find ways to improve them self psychologically rather than on the system well no definitely um i think the irony there is that i think people are in denial that's why they're just relying on trading psychology to uh, rationalize their trading results what do you mean Um, by that like like you said um uh instead of facing the truth that their uh, system uh, doesn't work right they just Say that uh, okay. Um, Kaya natin baka, to. Oh, baka, baka kulang lang ako sa baka kulang lang ako sa mindset, right? Kulang lang ako sa mental preparation. I'll just go back to Brett Steinbarger's. Uh, he was interviewed before, and basically, uh, I'm repeating uh, one of uh, his blog posts that trading psychology is important in the sense that you find if you find that let's say you over you have a tendency to gamble or you have a tendency to do irrational decisions and you find it 
permeating all across your lives, not just on trading, then baka you need to fix yourself. But if it's just the rest of your life, you're okay, it's just you think it's manifesting itself in trading, then maybe it's not the psychology part, then it's the lack of an edge part that you need to develop. In itself, kulang yung parang positive mindset, optimistic, and then bala na. Next trade ulit, but not, not, yeah, so I don't know. Lalim naman. Excellent. <laughs> I thought it was an excellent response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, it was it an is, excellent response. Right? right? I mean, like, so if you think you have a problem, then you find a way to fix mm. it. But if it's related to trading, of course, you have to make sure that you have those hard skills mm. and your edge strong enough for you to survive anything, diba? I think that's the main key takeaway naman from what you just mentioned there. With the with the with the current sell off, like I mean, uh, like like what you've said, Edmond, like you 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 start to doubt your system, you start to doubt yourself. So maybe it's time to look at the situation from a different angle. A lot of people don't understand that this single perspective mindset, right, is that it can be very detrimental as a trader because you need to have that understand that there's many avenues or man, many multiple ways. For individuals to make money, yep. especially in the stock market, right? Yep. So sometimes people will have different hats on. That's why we always talk about as market timing, not purely just trading it, because you have to understand every single individual's perspective, like what you mentioned a while ago, right? Yep. You're playing against in different markets. You're playing against different people, yep. whether it's AI. Well, sometimes you're playing against traders in the basuras, mm-hmm. or you're playing against in- institutions or investors in your big caps, and so on and so forth, right? I mean, part of it, as maybe retired to Chad, is being able to find new ways on developing your edges. So, if in the past, if your main strategy was momentum in a strong market, yep, lusot yane, and even one day, for sure, because of human emotions. That, that time will come. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's really... Things are neglected, staying cheap. There's a lot of... It's more mean reversion types mm. of strategies. Maybe you want to take a look at them and see whether you can turn that into a system. Uh, and then one day, you can go back and, and use that momentum system mm. naman when it's there. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh. never stop learning, I guess. And just... Because I'm not sure if minsan in espouse na this is me. Parang this is I'm a momentum trader. I will never deviate and try anything else, regardless, because that's my identity. And I I'm not in that camp. Eh, na yes. Yes, it gets complicated, confusing in the start, but the edges come in different forms at different times. So, in style drift, I think it's over overstated like mm. the like the dangers of style drift is overstated especially in this kind of mm. uh, of what like the current technology mm. in, in, in trading before yes maybe it's really dangerous but it's it's a new world okay so there we have it <laughs> guys don't worry about this storm that's coming Whew. Sometimes coming it's still coming. <laughs> Sorry, don't the storm has arrived. <laughs> Sorry, I met this typhoon that's happening right now. Don't worry. One day we will see our sunny days, and hopefully it will come sooner than we expect it. Um, thanks again, everybody, for season two. Chad, Leonard, 
Thank you for opening up this podcast. Until next episode, see you again. Have a great weekend.